0: This is Emily Wright, Head of Content at Ichi, and I'm joined today by Sam Winard, Director at JLL, and Frederick Lerker Lerkenborg, CEO of Lavanda. We're here to talk about JLL's short stays. Really exciting, as it was announced that it was going to be, you know, to rival Airbnb. It'd be really interesting to have a chat to you about why and how this has all come about and what what the plans are really because it sort of came as the announcement and really exciting but I think it'd be really good to delve into exactly what the strategy is and how you're planning on taking this forward Um, and also talk a little bit about the partnership between between the two of you between Jello and Lavanda so Sam can we start with you how did this all come about and let's talk a little bit about the partnership and what's what's coming up next
1: yeah, so I mean, we've been in partnership with Lavanda for quite some time now. Uh, we've worked with them predominantly in the build-to-rent space, uh, which is where you know my my day-to-day is. Um, I lead on the the build-to-rent management side, and we've got institutional investors who own um, large buildings that quite often have voids, uh, you know, occupational uh, voids and Lavanda really came in uh, to, to help us with filling those voids and, and this is just during you know, changeovers between tenancies or uh, during periods of the, the the year where seasonality means that you just don't have that normal demand in the long let market. So we've been working with Lavanda on the short lets and really it was through discussion with Fred that um, th- there was an opportunity to maybe uh, aggregate some of that and display it on the JLR website and, and really give uh, users of the JLR website um, a, a slightly uh, different experience because usually at the moment they're, they're limited to just long lets and to being able to see long lets on the on the website but actually we do have demand for short lets that come to us and we have to divert those off to other people and it felt like there was an opportunity to maybe um, to work together to solve that problem.
0: Thank you very much. Um, and Fred, from your perspective, um, you know, what, how has this all come about and what's next?
2: Yeah. So as, as Sam mentioned, we, we worked with jail for, for a number of years and they've, they've always been hugely adoptive of, of kind of new ideas. And w- one of the trends we've seen is that particularly during the the, the pandemic and the last couple of years, there's a huge amount of demand for um, short and but particularly medium term, um, really quality inventory. Um, you know, great people are relocating around the world, the kind of famous you know, nomad, but also people are in between long term tenancies. Um, relationships with the office is changing. Work from home is changing. So we found that people are increasingly uh, desiring um, to book three months, six months, four months um, stays, around, particularly around the UK. Um, but actually, finding that high-quality inventory is very difficult. You, you either need to kind of go onto a channel like Airbnb Booking, and it can be a bit um, difficult to know what you what, what the experience is going to be like. Uh, don't get me wrong; these these partners are, are are very strong relationships with us. We work with them a lot. But a lot of people are looking for something in between corporate relocation, which is a bit of a uh, difficult world to navigate into it's very unclear how you go about finding a corporate relocation uh, who do you speak to it's, it's often done over email or, or kind of phone calls it's very difficult to see the inventory Um so something all of that made us realize that actually we've got a whole bunch of different partners uh, including JLL's uh, clients but also other big asset managers like Greystar or Blackstone we have lots of this inventory on the Lavanda platform and we have the technology to partner with JLL to offer their customer base um, a selection from, from all of that in a really nice branded experience that they can go through on the, on the JLL website.
0: And why do you think that this, this gap in the market was existing in the first place? Is it that the way we live and, and work and travel and manoeuvre has changed and it's made the gap much bigger? Um, or has there always been this sort of space in the market and it just so happens that now is the time to kind of make the move into that? um let's let's start with you fred again and then we'll go back to sam
2: yeah I, I i think it's um actually a bit of both so i think um airbnb itself you know pushed this this new segment of, of shorter term travels kind of anywhere um but then the sort of second derivative of that how do you how do you do a really professional how do you do a really well-managed version of that that's something that the market has still kind of grappled with but the last couple of years has been a a boom in those types of stays um so b- people that focus on medium term stays it's it's been an it's been a really really strong market because of the way that people are changing the way they live and the and the way they work um, and then on 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 the flip side i think the older fashion kind of corporate relocation world is is very difficult to navigate as a consumer and as a consumer we don't really want to go through a whole myriad of different companies and relationships and discussions. And many people, for example, if you're coming, if you're a software engineer in Madrid and you've got a three-month contract in London, they don't even know who to approach in the UK, right? But they do know, for example, maybe JLL's brand from their domestic market. So so logging on and just booking it, you know, via, the, via an app and kind of that kind of Airbnb style experience, that's what people, people want. Um, so I think it's a perfect moment in time between the the dynamics and how we live and and how we how we operate, but also the real estate market kind of maturing and and partners like ourselves able to provide that technology, and that kind of creates this perfect storm to create a really cool solution for 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 people who are interested in these days.
0: Thank you very much, and Sam, presumably that's that's the way you see it too.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think you know certainly from what we've seen the. Uh, the short stay market and the the long let market, um, it's definitely become more confused as to to what sits where. Um, you know, applicants are coming to us, like Fred was saying, with demands for say four month or five month tenancies, and it it kind of straddles both. So there's definitely a, a closing in of of the two markets. Um, they're not so polarised as as perhaps they have been before. Previously, you might have thought of short stays as one or two night stays and and long lets as anything over six months or 12 months even. Um, But definitely we're we're seeing that polarisation becoming less obvious. And, And so for us, it was a natural progression to kind of bring those two together and sit them in the same place
0: and you talk about this uh, natural progression which is an interesting way of looking at it and it it feels like the real estate sector and and actually JLR within the real estate sector has been very forward thinking has um kind of evolved um a lot over the last few years and has really sort of moved with the times but it wasn't so long ago that, that a leap to JLL short stays would have would have seemed like quite a leap. Um, so, do you see this having been kind of an incremental um, sort of change within the the, sec, the real estate sector within the business, or has it been quite a sudden and quick change? Do you think?
1: I don't think it has from sitting within the uh, the four walls of JLL. I think, uh, like Fred said, you know, we've been quite early adopters of various different kinds of tech and uh, different innovation. And uh, for us, this was a natural progression. This was something that we were already in the the area, obviously dealing with uh, Lavanda, dealing with short stays from build to rent point of view, which to be fair has been a huge catalyst for innovation in in particularly in the estate agency side of the business. And it's allowed us to to be creative and be innovative um, where you've got, the backing of large institutional investors that are looking to you to provide innovative solutions so uh, for us it feels like we have taken a, a stepping stone approach uh, and, and this is the next part of the journey um, uh, and yeah hopefully there'll be lots more similar things in the future as well
0: thank you very much um, and Fred, now let's talk a bit more about flexibility. Um, this is something which was, was, it was very much getting there and it was very much something that people were, were focused on. But I think that the last 18 months has really kind of honed in and shone a light on what flexibility can look like, whether it's the way we work, the way we live, the way we travel, the way we stay, the, the whole way of living has by necessity, had to become a lot more flexible. How how have you seen that impact on the world that that you work in and what you've set out to do?
2: Yeah, um, it's 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 almost our reason that that Lavanda exists. Um, and we we we're really excited about this. We we went very global um, just before the pandemic, um, <laughs> which was good and bad. But the one of the good <laughs> things about it was that we. We didn't know where the pandemic was going to kind of come out in terms of, you know, demand and travel and all this kind of stuff. But what we thought was if we kind of diversify our bets around the world, we can kind of learn from the best, but also be, be ready for recoveries and, and travel and, and behavior. Um, and so we, we work with a whole series of different partners around the world. And um, there is a really strong trend here around what they, particularly in the U.S., have, have kind of coined this phrase of flexible uh, rentals, where people can kind of come to a building and pick anything from one day to you know three years, really mm-hmm. about what is appropriate for for them, um, and for the building and the SO, asset owner, it creates a much more defensible business model. You can weather different impacts, but it also allows you to power quite interesting concepts like um guest suites so for example if you've got friends and family coming to stay in your building uh, people tend not to live in particularly large apartments nowadays so having a guest suite for your friends or your mother-in-law whoever who wants to come visit in the same building um, can be can be super attractive we've also seen people come and rent for a month or two um, including in JLL assets, and then and then actually try it because they've maybe come from abroad. They're not really sure, you know, what's what, and then they actually really enjoy it, and then they sign up for a 12 month lease or 24 month lease, um, so, and that's that kind of try before you rent kind of thinking. Um, so so right now we're really we're seeing amongst the really you know big and forward thinking residential partners, um, including we're doing some really interesting stuff in the Middle East um, in Abu Dhabi, some some huge new buildings that have this kind of short, medium, and long term at its core. Um, some really big stuff in in Spain some new new buildings that are being built right now um and and they're all really thinking through how do we diversify our rental income so so protect the asset on an economic sense but also offer the best possible flexibility to to the end customer um, you you want to be able to say yes to kind of every customer depending on what they what they desire rather than saying i'm sorry it's all 12 months or nothing um, and i think that's part of what Sam and and you know be very modest about JLL as well but you know i think JL probably I'm talking for Sam here, but, you know, can see stuff in the US that, you know, they are a very global business and they can bring the best of the trends um, to the UK. And we love working with those types of partners.
0: Fantastic. And Fred, you set you set Sam up there perfectly for this next question. I mean, and I'll ask both of you, but starting with with Sam, um, Fred was talking there about being global and learning lessons from the best around the world. and of course JLL is a is a global business and where are you learning your lessons from and where have you looked to to sort of take inspiration i suppose
1: yeah i mean the the US is the obvious one um particularly in in the multifamily and and build to rent sector which is where you know this uh, this was born originally so um yes we take a huge lead from the US um but also you know we like to think that we're pushing boundaries here in the UK as well we're doing things that haven't necessarily been done in other locations. So uh, we we really are testing the market and seeing um, how these new initiatives go down in the UK. Um, And and hopefully, as I said before, being quite innovative and, and trying something new.
0: And and so far in your experience, not just with this, but in the other things that you guys have been doing and working on and the things that have created the stepping stones to being, being able to do this, how have you found the UK has responded to this sort of thing? Um, and is it, is it responding as well as you'd like?
1: We've definitely seen a positive response. Um, our clients have been extremely supportive of the sort of initiatives that we've been rolling out. Um, It's been positive from them, uh, from a a financial perspective, we've been able to uh, work closely with Lavanda to generate additional revenue for build to rent schemes, to fill voids and to essentially um, make sure that we're not leaving money on the table when it comes to those particular apartments. Um, That's been really, really handy for for, for obviously during the pandemic uh, when occupancy has dipped. you know, the other alternatives during lease-ups, uh, we're leasing up buildings at the moment, there's lots of build-to-rent schemes being delivered um, and they all need leasing up and so actually Lavanda have been a great partner during the lease-ups to be able to generate revenue whereas otherwise the properties would be empty.
0: Mm. And the same question to you, Fred. Actually, you know, in terms of um, you know lessons from around the world, and uh, Sam mentioned the US there. I know you you'd also mentioned the US previously, but you mentioned um, you know the Middle East and Spain. Um, and w- the lessons for you and the learning from the best of the best, where where have you guys been looking?
2: Yeah, we we we've, we've seen kind of different. Um, partners who've kind of brought different interesting things but I think for example in the Middle East there's a very strong culture of kind of hospitality and brand particularly around uh, luxury and 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 there's a real drive to create a a sort of destination part of the world in terms of um, particularly this new trend of of businesses relocating people relocating there's almost a sort of international bidding war (laughs) on 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 talent And, and and if you can work from anywhere in the world why? Why not create the best possible city for those people to come and live and live and stay in? Um, so I think the Middle East has been really interesting. Uh, U.S. absolutely really long-standing, you know, multifamily thing, but but also particularly domestically in the Europe, um, the, the concept of group travel is something that I think is very strong in Europe. So so it might be companies taking. Uh, 50 units for for a bunch of interns over the summer or it might be um, language schools moving around that's that's a really strong european thing that's not not actually been very um turned into a digital product it's still done over email and phone call and and just a very old-fashioned industry so so we've learned a lot from from all sorts but i would say in the uk there's a really forward-looking attitude which i which i love i mean the multi-family slash build to rent industry is super, super young here so people are literally building the buildings right now. They're they're coming out of the ground, people on their first, second, third building. And so there's a lot of energy in terms of making that as exciting um, as possible. And we hope people will, will keep kind of investing in that in that feeling. Um, and I think that's what's that's what's really going to define the UK and that that piece of the market um, is, is how much we push ahead with that innovation.
0: And speaking of pushing ahead with innovation obviously you guys are are doing just that um and we've mentioned um that you know jll has always been um you know pretty for, not pretty very forward looking um and obviously you know Frederick, you said that The change in the way people live and the change in the the desire for flexibility is one of the reasons that you guys exist so you are by nature and by definition a very forward-looking business as well Um, so what are you guys it's a bit of a difficult question i know you've only just announced this so you might be thinking oh only just announced it you know come on But, but what's next like what's the ambition and have you got anything else up your sleeve sam you did mention that we should be looking out for for other things in the future as well is there anything that you can give any more detail on at this stage?
1: I think the focus at the moment is on the short stays website and and making that success obviously it's just launched we've had uh it's been resounding success internally from uh inquiries that i've been receiving around the business um you know from from our corporate teams uh around corporate occupiers relocating and being interested in understanding how they can benefit from the short stays website all the way through to our, our new build sales teams who are um, they've got completion delays and occupiers that are due to take those units um, want somewhere from a short-term perspective to stay until those buildings complete so uh, for us i think there's plenty on the plate at the moment to to help uh, get the short stays website um, you know to, to make it a success and then in the background there, there's plenty of other things that we're working on which uh, you know from, from an innovation point of view we're, we're definitely going down the route of um, more autonomy for the customer journey and people being able to self-service so I think that's probably one thing to look out for from us um, and then Fred I'm, I'm sure there's plenty that you're working on as well.
2: Yeah so so as Sam was alluding to I think I think the th- this sort of is really just the first version of of it with with JLL and we've got some really exciting Um, inventory we've got some really exciting demand already but i think there's many directions we want to push this in um particularly kind of new bill sales as as someone's talking about uh, visitors from those teams um into the uk there's the corporate relocation market teams and, and other businesses that we can plug into this um group travel i think is super interesting from this perspective um and a lot of it is is for us around sustainability as well the concept of optimizing real estate. You know, everyone hates the thought of these new shiny towers being, being empty, whether it's for a day, a week, a month. It doesn't matter. That's, that's such an incredible waste. And at the same time, our um, existing industry of, of, of short and medium term rentals is, is very hard. You can't just create a hotel overnight, pop, pop up and down. But in a way, you can using this. Um, And so, therefore, you can kind of match that supply and demand, which creates a more sustainable market. It also means the returns for buildings will be higher and people will ultimately, you know, it's an economic thing, right? You know, if people can make more income from these in a sustainable way. They'll build more and that will help drive towards part of the housing um, problem that we have here. So we're really keen to kind of focus on all of those things. Um, And in in, in the wider uh, Lavanda partnership, we we have quite a lot of news coming um, over the next few months. In in other geographies as well, I've sort of alluded to a bit of that, um, which which we'll be announcing and and will be super exciting. But it's all it's all building on the core of flexible rentals, which is, is very early in actually how it's established. And I think in two, three, four years, it will become a real, you know, basically almost like an asset class in its own sense. Like it'll it'll be because what we're seeing is a lot of these builders are now thinking through whole portfolios, whole developments that are specifically focused on the whole blend from short to, to, to long rentals um, and as that carves out and gains its own independence and people can see more examples of that that will that will take on its own life and we're really excited to be sort of powering that on behalf of our, our partners
0: um, and just a couple of final questions um you know as you as you said there you know that this is, is still quite sort of the early stages of its life cycle and you know one would hope and it looks like it's going in the direction of becoming an asset class in its own right as with anything that is you know working its way to become an asset class in its own right um at the start you know there are how, how how is this sort of you know accountable and you know how is it kind of managed on a wider on a wider perspective you know when you're moving from something kind of a traditional way of doing things to much more flexible way of doing things um i'm going to leave that one open for either of you to come in and take that that question
2: yeah i i can happily answer from the so from at least from the sort of technology perspective it it is it has you know this is years of investment that's gone into understanding how to fit alongside um the accounting side, the the regulatory side, the operational side, and, and we have sort of effectively bits of the software that, that cover all all of those different functions. Um, but I think one of the, the there's that this whole technology stack, which I think has finally matured in the market. I think demand has matured in the market. Um, but I think there's a lot to be done on the uh, particularly on the regulatory side. Um, it's, it's not something, I mean, it probably won't surprise you, but the regulatory side still has a bit of catching up to do to understand the difference between short, medium and long and how they interact with each other. That's not something legislation had ever envisaged. It had never envisaged people were going to be moving around and chopping and changing as, as much as, as much as they are. Um, that's partly why we work with large scale enterprise partners who, can kind of think through a building and think through the whole overall picture. Work with the, the councils and the communities to, to make sense, because um, for too long, short, medium term has unfortunately been, you know, marred by by tenants breaking rules and it's all been a bit kind of underground. And and, and we're trying to create this really sort of adult playing field for this. Um, but that those those are some of the challenges, particularly for, for, from our perspective. But Sam, I'm sure we'll have we'll have others as well. <laughs>
1: Yeah well I think I was just going to add that you know one of the benefits of uh, the inventory that we're providing is that all of it is professionally managed. Um, As I said the source of the inventory is build to rent schemes Um, so the the apartments that are being rented on a short-term basis are part of a wider community Um, and with that there comes the the professional management of those buildings but also the community support and typically there's site staff. Um, These buildings are very well managed and I think that's where um, there's a there's a real USP uh, and and people can book confidently knowing that those properties are going to be managed well when they arrive on the day um, and that's a big difference you know you, you don't you don't necessarily always know that when you're booking somewhere so I think uh, that element of confidence is really important.
0: Thank you very much. And final question to you both: if you were to leave our listeners today with one Nugget of information or one overarching thought. What would it be? Um, I normally give people a bit of warning before asking that question because it's very vague. But I haven't with you, so you're going to have to think on your feet. So who should I who should I pick to go first? Um, Sam, let's start with you.
1: <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> um, I I my my thought for the day, I guess, is that um, obviously the trends are changing. People are, are are seeking flexibility in everything. You know, you see it in offices, <laughs> you see it in retail it's a natural progression that it's, it's going to hit residential as well. And so um, I think rather than being closed to that, uh, there's an opportunity to be open to it.
0: Thank you very much. And Frederick?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I would say almost as I think to anyone listening or to anyone as a personal person, don't kind of accept the, the residential market as it is. Um, I, 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 had a, I had a friend recently who had to... Uh, move out of his home to renovate. And really what he needed was a four month lease. And he ended up having to sign a 12 month lease in a, with the landlord. He didn't really want to live there. N- none of it really worked. Um, ironically, you know, uh, you know, he wasn't, you <laughs> know, he, he didn't speak to me until it had happened. But the point was, don't accept the real estate market as it is. You know, some private landlords could be incredibly difficult contracts, really difficult structuring. Not, none of that is for the benefit of the tenant or the guest experience. And it's, it's, we got to demand Better service in in residential real estate, like from the from the tenant and the consumer side, Um, and I think that's what the the dream of build to rent or multifamily could deliver is is an environment, and I say could because I think it's still very early and there's still a lot to do, Um, but I think if it can win round tenants, the rental has a fantastic opportunity, and part of that is about what the product delivers. Like in Germany, you can rent for 10 years, 15 years, but you can also rent for two days. And and part of that is what's so important for us to be delivering. So, you know, my, my thought is, you know, ask for more, ask for better and, and demand flexibility, because that's ultimately how the product will also exist.
0: I can't think of a, a better point at which to, to end there um, with that, that sort of call to action, Fred. Thank you very much. Um, thank you to both Sam and Fred for joining me today. It's been really so interesting to hear um, exactly sort of the thought process processes behind um, short stays, and uh, hearing you talk about it, it makes so much sense, particularly in this flexible world in which we now all live or even more flexible world, I should say, in, in which we now all live. So thank you both very much for joining me.